Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hi, I'm Jan Lynn. Welcome to My Big Idea, an ASOS podcast. Today we're talking to Charlie Craggs, trans activist and founder of Nail Transphobia. This is Charlie's Big Idea. Hi, Charlie. Hiya. How are you? I'm good, thank you. A bit hot, but good. A bit sweaty today. A bit, um, like, majorly. Like, I've only just taken my jacket off. I feel, like, confident enough around you now because my sweat patches are so bad. I feel like we're friends, so I'm going to just let it all hang out with you. I think we're all good. I can't smell anything, so well, I hope that's, not. that's great. <laughs> Don't tell people if you can, obviously. Josie, <laughs> <laughs> we are not here to talk about sweating today. Anyway, no. we are going to talk a bit about nail transphobia. Yes. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, can you just explain what it is? So, um, nail transphobia, well, first of all, you can probably tell from my voice, I'm transgender. Um, I'm a trans woman. Um, I came out in 2013, or accepted myself in 2013. And um, when I did, I just kind of realised that just because I was ready to accept myself, it took me a long time, but just because I was ready to accept myself, it didn't mean the rest of the world was, and my life became a lot harder in a lot of ways I took for granted. So things like from using like public toilets to public transport, and things from like accessing healthcare to accessing jobs became so hard like just leaving the house and I was like no one was really talking about this back then like it's kind of a hot topic now like trans stuff but back a few years ago no one was talking about it so I was like somebody to talk about this so I was like okay I'll talk about it so I basically set up a campaign where I have a pop-up salon a pop-up nail salon and I travel around the country I'm brought in by like museums and galleries and I basically set up and I, people can come and get their nails done for free and it just gives people who aren't trans to sit down with a person who are trans who is trans sorry and has got bad grammar and um sit down and just ask me questions and i can try and like educate them a bit teach them like how to be an ally and just also just talk about really normal stuff like the x factor and do you know what i mean like the weather and like basically just be like their friend like their trans friend and it just it just humanizes a bit more and like makes it a bit more like a bit less sensationalized a bit less like um a bit more human so that's kind of what i'm trying to do i guess is just try and nail transphobia by making it a bit more human and giving it some humanity Amazing. Um, going back a bit, like taking a step back, when did you first start learning to do nails? What kind of training did you have? And when did you realise that was a thing that you loved doing? <laughs> well, I feel like I like, as you said, that I like try to hide my nails because my nails today are a mess. And now every time I do a media thing, my like people will read me online, be like, why aren't her nails done though? Why they look like five <laughs> minutes? Like, I need to get better. But like, um, I'm not actually trained. It's because for me, um, the nails are just kind of like my catalyst for change. Like, I, I just kind of recognise that they'd be a good medium for activism because it's very personal it's very one-on-one and I realized that's kind of what I needed to do to break down this issue is to like I think when you sit down with like how do I say I have a lot of friends basically I'm a council estate girl and growing up on my estate I have a lot of friends who before knowing me were like homophobic or transphobic like very openly they've told me and they said just in knowing me and getting to know me and like they've totally changed their minds not only have they changed their minds but like their families who are the one who taught them this like hatred and this prejudice they have changed their minds as well and like them her mum like one of my friends calls me her daughter now and it's like amazing and it's just from like sitting down with someone and showing that you're a nice normal person and I was like nails are the perfect catalyst 
for my campaign and like the perfect medium for this because you just get to sit down with someone one on one and you get to touch them not only on like a physical level of like bonding and like tap painting their nails but also on like a deeper level like when you speak about like the hardships you face you're like or even just the things that you have in common even like you'll see that you have so much more in common than you do different and like I think that's why I chose nails because I'm not an, a trained nail tech I can paint a nail like I'm, I'm decent I'm hopefully coming out of a nail product soon as well so keep your eyes out for that but um yeah for me it's just it's more about the the conversation than the nails but everyone has a free manicure so <laughs> definitely um when did you do your first um sort of pop-up event um and what was it that made you go right I'm gonna do it now I kind of fell into it so um because the project basically um, started as my final project for uni and it was just kind of a courseworky theory project so like I didn't have a name for it it was just kind of like an idea like we didn't have to make it a real thing just we just had to submit an idea and then one day I was given a talk at the VNA about some of my other work I used to do freelance creative direction work and I mentioned my idea and then like someone in the audience came up to me after my talk and was like oh I really like the idea you had for your little campaign da, da, da. and I spoke to him a bit more and it ended up being a curator at the the VNA like a top dog and I I was like what the hell like and he was like basically saying oh if you want to like make it a real thing and put an event on like launch it here you can and I was like okay and then he was like but it's next week like we're doing an event next week so I was like okay so like I didn't have a name for it there like I had to make a name make a brand make a logo like create the nail design get all my like stock and like nail varnishes and products and get a team together to paint nails because it was gonna be big it was like my first one at the VNA was kind of major and just it just it's happened from there like it wasn't even meant to be a real thing it was just a little idea and then it just took come from there and then the next week I was at the science museum and then a few months later I was at the like just like I was just like and then just built up and like now I'm like traveling in the UK I've been really really lucky I just think it was the right place at the right time it was the right conversation at the right time like the, no one was really talking about it back then and yeah. it's like it needed to be talked about because like it, it was very much a real thing like like transphobia it's, get, it's like the, the murder rates when back then when I first transitioned were like I think at their peak they actually got high and like which is really surprising I'm sorry I'm going off topic but like yeah, it's fine. I think the conversation has got bigger but also like the problem has got bigger like transphobia in London has like increased rapidly like um, even worldwide even but like even like the bathroom bill in, in America even the fact that worldwide the, the numbers of murders of trans women usually of colour and from working class backgrounds every year is going up like it's really like something that still needs to be talked about even though we've got every second article on days is about trans and then you've got Caitlyn Jenner everywhere and I mean it still needs to be talked about and like definitely that's what I'm trying to do yeah 100% like it's such a good sort of thing that you're doing actually thank you sitting down with people and as you say yeah. educating them I hope so and I don't want it to be in like a preachy way like when I say educating them I'm not like did you know this many trans <laughs> from like it's not that old Basically, they're always the one who instigates the conversation always because mm. I just want to be like I just want to be your trans friends like I want you to have the opportunity to ask me anything you want and like that could be um, seen as quite problematic by a lot of trans people they're like it's not your job to sit down and like um, have to like educate people it's not your duty but also it's not it's like me putting myself in quite an uncomfortable situation some people see it like my trans friends like so you want people to come up and be like oh so have you had the surgery yet and like da 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 and the same really problematic things but for me I see it as like it's not my duty but like I'm happy to do it I'm I got a big mouth like this is what I can do for my community to help like further the cause I'm happy to talk about it and if I can like help so basically, if someone does say something problematic, like if I'm sitting with someone, they say something like, oh, have you had the surgery? Which is really rude to say to a trans mm. person. It's my chance like to like um, teach them in a really friendly way. So I won't be like, 
how dare you say that? I'll just be like, oh baby, we don't say that. Like I always say things like that. And it's like, it's my Which way of like nice. doing the bit. Yeah. And then they go away and they'll never say that to a trans person because they've learned it now. And like, I think it's good because it's a safe space. And people can make those mistakes. And so you're if they not say judging the them. Yeah, yeah, totally, babes. Like, it's fine. Like, I've, I mean, like I said, growing up where I grew up, like, and where I still live, I still live in my council state. I've learned you can't just be so... Well, you can be if you want to, but being angry doesn't really solve anything. Like, if you really want to, like, get to... If you want to make change, like, you kind of got to... Like, you can be angry, like, and you have every right to be angry, like, as a like someone who's marginalised myself. Like, obviously... I'm angry a lot of the time but I think if you really want to like make change you kind of you have feel your anger but you also got to kind of come at it from a different way in my opinion totally. I mean, people might disagree but I think and what would you what do you think is the most common question you get asked when you are painting people's nails um usually it's like when did you know because I think okay. a lot of people don't really like get it like because if you're not trans how would you get it almost unless you're very like open-minded and empathetic yeah whatever. but a lot of people don't really get it. they think maybe it's like a phase or like they're like oh but really did you know or, like is it a trend because it's like a hot thing now it's like oh babes this is not a trend trust me <laughs> wearing this much makeup and this much heat is not a trend like no. it's not cute but um even just like do you mean the fact the hardship i face every day just like navigating the world navigating like getting on the tube getting on the bus it's not it's not worth it no. for, if it was a trend, trust me. Um, it's cute for a taste, not for a swallow. Like, do you mean you can you can do it for a night out, but not for, not for everyday life? But um, yeah, it's often like that, and like they'll be like shocked when I'd be like, oh, when I was like three, four, and most of my trans friends were similar ages. Most, if you look up on even online, like an interview of any trans person, usually it's about that age, like three, four, maybe seven at latest. Usually people know about them, like when you're kind of being when you're having gender imposed on. Usually, yeah. So like about three or four, that's when you kind of become conscious and like, do you mean you're like being told to play with this or not to play with this or wear this or not wear this? So you're not really baby anymore so yeah like that's when I was vocalizing it as well it's not like I just knew I was saying to my yeah. mom oh like I wish I was a girl like I remember saying that like I remember the first time I even said it to my mom like really distinctly and yeah it's just like um questions like that usually people just trying to understand yeah cool um and obviously your business must come with some expenses because you're you know traveling around the UK you're doing all the manicures for free so yeah. you're having to buy product and stuff yeah how do you kind of fund that have you found that there's been any schemes that have helped you or has it all been self-done yeah sadly it's all been myself like I don't resent it because I'm really happy to do it and I'm really proud of myself for doing it to be quite honest like I'm I feel very like I've done my bit like I'm doing my bit and so I don't really resent paying the money I do um I'll get my things like my travel covered when I go around the country like the the institution who brings me in will maybe pay me like a fee or pay for my travel or pay for the products whatever but like otherwise like I'm I'm it's not about the money for me so I don't even know if I call it a business right now I guess it's more of like a like an NGO or like a like an, an organization yeah or, um... it's more like a the, yeah right now like I'd like to expand into maybe like a charity or something one day but right now for me it's more about like the cause and just doing I'm not trying to make money like I'm not making money I just said I live on my council state where I grew up like trust me I'm not making money at all but for me it's more about doing my bit for my community because something needs to be done like it's not it's not about like the accolades accolades I don't know how to say that it's not about all that and about the money it's about doing my bit to nail transphobia totally um and you always say and it's even on your twitter bio um that you're a council estate girl done good do you think for people who come from those kind of backgrounds who don't necessarily have sort of family money or whatever do you think it's harder to kind of get into these businesses or like build your own thing of course do you think it's all kind of about being creative Uh, like creativity is 
you need kind of resources to be creative. Do you know what I mean you like if you're you could be the most creative person, you could be the uh, creative genius. If you don't have the resources, whether it's time, money, do you know what I mean like um, space to be creative, you can't be creative. Like unless you have like mummy and daddy like fee- funding your freelance career, you're not gonna be able to go freelance. Do you know what I mean like it's like it's just that's the way it is. Like I think being working class makes everything harder, not only like business and stuff. It just makes. It just, do you know what I mean? It's just you're lower on the on the, the hierarchy, so it's hard. Like, even for me, like for me, like like I said, I find everything. But also, just like I don't have like, like my mum is a nursery worker like person, and my dad is like a, a buildery type sort of thing. I don't have like uh, someone who is like good at business to be like, oh, like this is what a tax return. Or do you know what I mean like things yeah. like that? Like I don't know. I'm literally going into it blind. Like, and I th- I feel like we're at such a disadvantage, like working class people and. I like. I would love to be able to get to a point where I can help other people, mm-hmm. like who are working class, do things like this. Like I, I really look up to Sharma Dean Reed, and she does so much for like working class girls who want to start their own businesses and things. And I'd love to be able to do that one day myself. Definitely. And um, you mentioned that you might have a nail product yeah. uh, coming soon. Is there sort of much you can say about that, or is it very much? Yeah, it's a little bit. I don't want to say anything, not because of legal reasons, just because I don't want to embarrass myself if it falls through. But yeah, I've been working with a brand, like an American brand, on creating um, a, a nail product, some nail wraps, which is Super exciting. exciting. Yeah. So fingers crossed, that'd be amazing. Definitely. Um, and when you're doing your sort of like touring in the UK and stuff do you go alone or do you have other people there to help you um so so I guess you can do more nails yeah that kind of thing I used to um get my friends like when I did the V&A in science it seemed like I said I got a team together because I knew it was gonna be big events like on the I think when I did the Royal Academy of of the Arts um it was like I probably done like there's probably like 300 people's nails be done it was amazing but like I had loads about six friends with me okay and I used to do things like that and then I realized oh it's not really the point because then they're sitting with a person who's not trans like and they can my friends can tell them like oh Charlie faces this or Charlie knew when she was trans at this age but it's not the same so I was like it really needs to be a trans person sitting with a a, the person getting their nails done so that they can really have that conversation because it's not about the nail fee for me the nail selfie it's not about that for me it's about the conversation and sending them away more than just a manicure sending them away and ally with a new perspective and like hopefully yeah like that's what it's about for me I guess so like I've stopped doing that and I've kind of just done it on my own since then since for like the last year or two a year and a half maybe I've just been traveling around on my own which is like it's it's good like I mean I'm I'm very like self-sufficient like I, I didn't have any friends at school so I can be on my own like I'm very good at being on my own I kind of enjoy it and it's nice like you go to these places and that means you, because you're on your own you kind of are forced to like make friends with the people there or do you know what I mean like it's it's I, I'm I'm cool with it I can good. ride alone. Good, yeah. wide and solo. Yeah. Um, and you also edit a magazine and you do um, self-defence classes for yeah. trans women as well. How do you fit it all in? I don't know. You're like, a very can, busy can you lady. Tell from like my broken out skin sitting in front of me right <laughs> now, like I'm so such a mess. I feel like I always have a mouth ulcer because I'm always so run down. But yeah, like I work, I work really hard. Um, I think, yeah, if you really want it, you will work for it. Like, you'll work hard. Like, if, again, like, being working class, like, you don't really have a choice. If you want to, if you want to make it, you've got to hustle. Like, you you got to work hard. You've got to juggle three things, not just one thing. So I've kind of always had that really, like, a good work ethic my whole life. Like, I was always doing 10 things at once and I've just kind of I've kept it up I need to be, you need to be careful though like I've had a, a few friends like message me like baby you're doing so much you need to not burn out like you you want to like go far like 
don't work too like your ass off now like because i'll be like working a full week and then on the weekend i'm up in manchester doing nails both days and then i'm back to work on monday and i've not had a single day Day off off. and it's like you need to so i think anyone who is kind of doing this you need to be like aware like care for yourself self-care is so important and like your well-being is so important you don't want to be able to run a a business or a charity if you're not alive because you you killed yourself because you're so run down do you know what I mean like exactly what do you kind of do to switch off is that anything that can really like zone you out like whenever I have a day off I'm like the most boring person I'm so not the sort of girl that's on one of these podcasts who's like oh I go clubbing here like I like these clubs I like these places in like Shoreditch no baby I go to my bed I get like a pot of ice cream and I just sit in my bed and like veg out and watch like crappy TV or like Sailor Moon or something I just do nothing like I just like to be like in my bed in my like nice fluffy dressing gown and doing nothing I'm such a a basic bitch but it is what it is that's my dream day off yeah like come to my house and do it together (laughs) we've got Sailor Moon and eat ice cream together (laughs) amazing what flavour of ice cream Ben and Jerry's like anything Ben and Jerry's anything Ben and Jerry's literally ooh I'll eat multiple at a time like gotta keep the girlish figure it's just cute of course yeah Um, and a major congratulations because you were voted number one on the Observer's 50 new radicals list thank you you're the first person who's congratulated me to my face I've had lots of online but you're the thank you baby that's so sweet well it's super exciting um, how does that feel to kind of get that kind of recognition on oh, such a big level? I it's guess. amazing. Like honestly, like I, I cried when I found out. I was like, "What the hell?" Like they kind of told me I was going to be on the list because obviously I did a photo shoot for it, so I kind of knew. But I would have thought I'd be like really low down, like, and I would have been so fine with that. So when I was on the fucking the station somewhere, when I was on the cover <laughs> of the magazine of the newspaper, I was like. Oh my god like what the hell like i just was honestly like I, I literally was screaming like it was the most surreal thing and to like you said like to have that recognition like be like the i don't know to be like see that your work is getting recognized especially when you're doing kind of something quite selfless and you're not making money from it or like doing I mean, you're putting in all these extra hours and it's such a, a really like gratifying really like humbling and really maybe like the word is empowering like I just feel really like yes like you did this like it was really nice but for me like I said back before for me the most important thing is seeing that I've made a difference like the the achievements are amazing and I'm so proud I love looking at my like archive of like press and stuff that is the most like um like lovely feeling but what an even nicer feeling for me is when I see people say like after I've done the nails oh you've really changed my mind about this like I've had so many people be like oh like they weren't necessarily transphobic before Mm. maybe subtly but they weren't like directly like you're a fucking tranny but they would have been like a bit confused maybe not agreed with it maybe a bit thought like oh I don't really get it but like that when I've done the nose like oh you've really changed my mind about and they're like go out into the world and ally and you're like I have done my bit like you never know like when they see their friend on Facebook saying oh Caitlyn and Jenna that Bruce Jenner's a man or they might call them out or when they're on on the bus and they see like a a bunch of like boys like calling a a trans person a tranny like and laughing at them they might step in I mean you just don't know like it's just allies are so important so like I think that is these lists and things are amazing and keep putting me on them please but like (laughs) for me that's what's really important to me that's the thing even the you know the lists and the press coverage though that's just taking it to an even bigger yes, audience like, which I wouldn't is great. be able to travel around the UK if it wasn't like after I was on that list I'm like going to Scotland now I'm in Cambridge in like two weeks like I'm able to spread my message the further because of the press so thank you so much to everyone who has written about me thank you I owe you one amazing um, and other than obviously potential nail product 
um, some more touring. What is next for you and nail transphobia? Wow, she's doing a book now. Council State really did do good. But <laughs> yes, like I'm hopefully doing a book. I had a publishing, again, because of press, like someone read about me in the press and a publishing house has reached out to me and I'm going to be doing a book within the next year. I'm going to turn it around quite quick because it's like something I think needs to be out soon. So um, it's not like a tacky, like, mem- like not saying that memoirs are tacky, no tea, no, tea, no shade to all the people doing them. I think it's amazing, but I'm 24. I don't need to be doing a, a memoir at my age. Do you know what I mean? Like I've only just left you know, what am I going to write about? But um, so it's not going to be like a like a Chantel Houghton like my story. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be like something a bit different. Like maybe not what people are expecting, but it'll be cute. Yeah, super so. exciting. Well, thank you so much for coming no, in. Thank you so much for having me and letting me talk about myself. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That was Charlie's Big Idea. Listen to more inspiring episodes of My Big Idea on iTunes or your favourite podcast app. Bye.